Five Indian women talk about their sense of safety and personal freedom in a different country. This podcast contains mention of sexual abuse that you may find distressing. This is something that I've actually given a lot of thought to before. Um I know that when I go back to India like I dress very differently not just because my mother expects it off of me but also because I'm acutely aware of like how the males perceive me and like the male gaze that all like women are kind of like are aware of and so I'm more conservative I'm like more um aware of when people are staring um but when I'm here I I like don't think as much but i'm still aware of like when i get any mail stares and like stuff like that i've been living in uh, newcastle in united kingdom for about 5 months and uh, there were days when i would just decide to go for a walk at night i wouldn't have thought about doing that back at home but um coming here i was given this kind of safety which um I knew I wouldn't get back at home. I have also noticed that the experience of being alone, traveling alone, going out at night, that experience would be still be the same. So, uh I moved to the UK only a couple of months ago and I have grown very familiar to this pedestrian culture around here where if you look at another stranger walking down the street, they tend to acknowledge you and smile at you and you return that gesture because it's not just polite but also I believe a very nice and a very warm thing to do right so the other day something very similar happened when I was walking and this man maybe somewhere in his late 20s he smiled at me and I smiled back the way one does and it was followed by a very unexpected and a very inappropriate gesture from his end right so while that was happening I was already mid smile like I was already smiling at him and I did not want to give an impression that I was sort of enabling that gesture or like you know acknowledging it So I basically faced myself up and ran for a bit and when I turned I did turn to look whether I was being followed or not I and mean, I fortunately wasn't. So so yeah incidents like these happen. The first time I got molested, I guess, inappropriately touched rather, um was in Canada like when I was at a club, but have I had more exposure where i've been treated unjustly in like it's it's been more in canada than in india but i but i objectively speaking i would feel safer doing stuff in canada you don't think about it as much like when i was in paris i barely thought twice about what i was wearing and like what time i was coming home although they are yeah, like there's still things that definitely happen but over there like at least when i was there i was mostly worried about like okay being mugged or like and there were a bunch of stabbings and like bombings there when i went like for like that was kind of crazy but that's also like like a bomb is not as common as you know being attacked and the probability of like something bad happening in india is much 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 higher and it does happen in here like it happens more because the consequences are also not as much like it just takes too long and people just don't trust you know the legal like enforcement over here it's it just it's too slow they don't do anything much
the fact of the matter is i'm equally unsafe um like in both these cities but in one city i have more agency like i i have more agency in montreal i have um whether it's intrinsic agency where like i have the freedom to dress and do whatever i want to or whether it's agency in terms of like i know that every like people around me are more likely to be on the same wavelength as me yeah i would say i don't necessarily feel super safe in seattle even but the fact that in india i you know things happen even in broad daylight um which doesn't really happen here i would say um i would say i would i do feel safer here like i wonder if it's like what it is that makes india much more unsafe than other countries whether it's like just culture or just like the sheer number of people or like like there are so many vape cases like even in like you know at our university like i remember in my when i was a resident assistant for the first year like which is basically a warden in a dorm i was woken up at like 8 a.m. because i had a student who was like crying because they were raped and like it was just a horrible experience to kind of share with someone i mean i didn't share it like just to even kind of support someone through such an experience and and it happened in the perfect sa- like quote unquote safety of the dorm and you have like these structures in place to kind of support women and it just no matter where you are it just like falls through sometimes so it's not just and it it's not just a regional thing i feel like the biggest difference though is i remember coming to visit india about 4 years ago and it was in broad daylight and someone was you know making some guy on the street was making you know weird sounds at me and was pretty creepy um and that was in broad daylight right and that's kind of disgusting and yes i feel very unsafe and i feel like a lot of it has to do with education um that as far as i notice like that's the biggest thing right i'm not saying that indians are less educated or whatever but there is a larger population that doesn't have the basic education and it's not just basic education i feel like one thing that i especially noticed is you know here in the us majority i would say 97% of schools are coed right and in india a lot of schools are split uh being girl schools and boy schools and which is fine right but when it comes to education one there's no real sex ed which because that whole topic is very taboo in india and which obviously needs to change because one without that education people don't you know it's it's be- because it's such a taboo topic you know it, people want to have the forbidden fruit if you will right so especially when schools are divided and to boy schools and girl schools and there are all these like strict things like don't talk to boys when you're in school or like this whole stigma around i guess dating or like women have become the forbidden fruit and you know if you go to a boys campus like they will catcall you they will like 
ogle at you with like no shame and it's because girls are the forbidden fruit like they want what they can't have and so when that's kind of groomed at such a young age like in the school level like obviously it pervades as you grow up as men grow up and you know you could just simply be walking on the street and they'll catcall you because they you know have not been told otherwise and yeah just like the whole perception of women and so yeah the solution i believe demands like this whole generation of unlearning and relearning behaviors especially by men because the kind of inappropriate behavior they usually exhibit which leads to women feeling unsafe or women getting harassed assaulted for that matter uh, that kind of behavior has been enabled and has been normalized by media even bureaucracy for that matter for the longest of time right so obviously there has to be a reversal of that and yes it will take a lot of discourse and a lot of protest and shouting and yelling and writing articles maybe tweeting hashtags signing petitions but every single act counts whether you're in a third world country or a first world country or you live under a dictatorship or in a democracy in the end it is about a woman's or like one person's individual and specific physical existence and not as much about the physical space that they are in because the lack of safety has really become a very per- pervasive issue right and you might feel 70% unsafe in this country and maybe a 41% unsafe in that country but as long as you don't feel 100% entirely safe it does not matter which country you are in